That's what it says. People asher nisaoli bo. Now his heart like lifted him like, yes, I know how to do this. I know how to do that. So these people appointed on the 14th. And when did they start the work? On the 15th of Tishrei. They started to work. What was the goal? When do you think it was supposed to be finished? Well, it's supposed to be finished by Nisan, the month of Pesach. Why? That's the month where Itzhak Avinu was, was born, on Pesach. And Itzhak Avinu is representative of Avodah. Like we say, Abraham Avinu is Hesed. Itzhak Avinu is Avodah. Yaakov Avinu is Torah. That's how we have Torah, Avodah, and Gimelut Hesed. And the Mishkan is obviously for Avodah. So you have Avodah. That was the best way to do it. So they had almost uh, six months to finish. Oh, you know what happened? They finished ahead of time. They finished three months ahead of schedule. That's a tremendous accomplishment. You know, let me give you just one example at the huge task that's involved. Just took one thing, the beams. The beams that made up the walls of the Mishkan. Each beam was 10 ama high. And 10 ama roughly about, let's say, it take an ama even 18 inches, which is a small amount. Still, that's, that would 10 ama would make it 15 feet. But then by one and a half, by one and Amma by one and a half, one and a half amma would be two and a quarter feet. They're talking by 15 feet by two and a quarter. You know how huge is this beam? And you need 20 beams for one side only. The length of side, when it be on the other side, and you have the width of beams and the width. And these beams had to be covered with gold. You realize how much gold is involved? All this gold, they have to uh, uh, make, put it in some kind of liquid form or whatever. They have so that they can cover these huge beams. That's one item. They finished three months ahead of time. What happened? How come? mitzvah of building the Mishkan. Why? This was the way for them to atone for the sin of the Egel Azab. They made a mistake. They bowed down to something else other than Akadosh Baruch Now they want to show their eagerness to build something specifically for Akadosh Baruch This will atone for the sin of the Egel Azab. But here we find what we call the Midah of Zerizut. It was Zerizim. What is Zerizut? Diligence, swiftness, promptness to fulfill a mitzvah. As we say, mitzvah Do not delay it. Go ahead and do it. Try to do it as soon as possible. 
and for any mitzvah. Why? Because if you delay it, you know what's going to happen. Keep on delaying. The chances are you're not going to do it at all. You do it right away. You know, the Midrash Yalkut Shim Oni gives a parable. It says somehow a guy was thrown overboard from a ship. The captain wants to save him. And he throws him a rope. And he yells to him, quickly grab it and hold on to it. That's your only salvation. That's the only way going to save your life. Grab it quickly. If you don't grab it quickly, the current's going to take you away. And that's the end. Rabotai, the rope represents the mitzvot. When we have the mitzvot, we have to grab them quickly and fulfill them. That is our only salvation. Salvation for doing the mitzvot. Otherwise, a good chance, not going to be done. You see, perhaps this is what happened with the case of the Nesim. The Nesim were the leaders. Well, what does that mean? It means that perhaps that was the lack of the result. That's exactly what happened, lack of the result. What happened with the Nesim? Well, there was an announcement for people to bring in all kinds of materials. The Nesim said, you know what? We don't have to bring anything now. Let them bring whatever they, they bring and what? Anything that's not there, we'll fill it in. Anything missing, we'll give it. They had money. They could, they could, they could uh, fill in whatever that's missing. <laughs> what happened? Nothing was missing. <laughs> they brought even more than required. So they took a, la a laid-back attitude. By taking that attitude, they missed the opportunity to participate in the construction of the Mishkan itself. Instead, <laughs> they brought in Abnei Ashoham, the, 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 the stones that, that were in the uh, breastplate of the Kohen Gadol. Well, that was not used in the construction of the Mishkan, but it was used for the Kohanim. But they lost the opportunity to contribute to the Mishkan itself, the construction of the Mishkan. That is a lack of result, Rabotai. Let me give you another case. Very interesting case. The case of David and Melech and the Beit HaMikdash. David and Melech wanted very badly to build the Beit HaMikdash. One time, Natan Hanavi came to him and the king complained, how can I be in a palace like this, and the Arona Kodesh is sitting just a plain tent. I want to build something beautiful for the Arona Kodesh. Matan and Abi said to him, Do what you want. That same night, Akadosh Baruch Hu appeared to Natan and Abi immediately. And normally, Akadosh Baruch Hu does not appear to Nevi'im at night during the day, but this time, said, go back and tell him, no, he is not the one that's going to be, that's going to build the Beit HaMikdash. It will be his son, not him. Now, why is it HaKadosh Baruch Hu is sending uh, the Navi at night, right? Right away, immediately, 
Why not wait until the morning? What's the difference? Because Adosh Baruch Hu knows, David Amech, Shalom, was extremely zariz. If he had given the okay, that same night he would have brought in a hundred people and start the foundation of the Beit HaMikdash. Zrizut. Zrizut is very important in doing the mitzvot. As we see with Avraham Avinu, we know Avraham Avinu was a Baal Hesed, a great Baal a super Baal Hesed. But besides the fact that it was a Baal Hesed, look at the Pesukim that the Torah tells us. Vaimaher Abraham Abraham, Vaimaher. Quickly, quick. Vayomer, Mahari. Mahari, quickly. Go, go, go ahead, get, get. Bake, get things, blend, do this, do that. Ve'el habakar rats Abraham. Abraham Avinu himself, he ran. He didn't walk, he ran. Why? Is it Rizut? Yeah. It was a great mitzvah. He had to do it. Not in a slow fashion. He did it in a quick fashion. That's what we call Zirizut. This midah really shows how much a person is close to Hashem. And this midah is especially true when it comes to a prayer. Everybody gets up early in the morning. I'll have time. Okay, now oh, I'll get dressed quickly. Okay, I got an issue. But let me listen to the news, maybe. There's something sensational there. Or, oh, it's snowing, it's raining. All kinds of excuses to delay. And by delaying and delaying, good chance you miss the prayer and shoot. I heard once a lecture from a video by Marana Gaon, Rabbeinu Ovadiyah Yosef Zecher Sadiq Levracha. He said, the prayer can be compared to wedding. What does that mean? Let's say you have a wedding scheduled for 7 p.m. reception. Okay. What happens? The close relatives, the parents, the brothers, the sisters, what time do they come before that? Not at 7. They'll come at 6, 6.30. Take pictures, whatever. You know, these are the immediate family. What about the close friends? Well, it's called for 7, well, maybe 7.30, 7.45, they'll come a little bit late. That's the close friends. The plain friends, well, they'll come just before the chuppah. And then after the chuppah, they leave. Finally, the occasional friends, they, they would come, say muscle tough to him, and turn right back and go back home. You know, that's the same thing with the prayer. Those are close to Hashem. They'll come to the prayer. If it's scheduled for 7 o'clock, they'll be there quarter to 7. Yes, they'll be earlier. They'll start when you are earlier for a prayer. It makes a big difference. Those that are not so close, well, Maybe they'll come 7.05, 7.10. Miss a little bit. Others, they'll come much later, get out earlier. Oh, we see this many times on Shabbat. 
שבאז תפילה לא זה 850? Very few are there 950 זריזות has another advantage in fulfilling the mitzvah. You get a sakha for attempting to do the mitzvah. Yes, let me explain. In this week's parasha, Vayabiyu etam mishkan el Moshe. The Bnei Israel brought the mishkan to Moshe Rabbeinu. Later on, It says in Parashat Pekudeh, Vayakem Moshe et HaMishkan. Moshe Rabbeinu is the one that erected the Mishkan. So now, what's going on? He's saying, Vayabiyu et HaMishkan in Moshe. Obviously, who built the Mishkan? Israel. They built the Mishkan. And they brought the Mishkan to Moshe. But Vayakem Moshe et HaMishkan. But Moshe Rabbeinu gets the credit for it. What happened here? The Midrash Tanchuma on Parashat Pekudeh Siman Yud Aleph. He tells us just like this. As soon as they finished the whole, uh, the, the whole business of all the materials required, well, so they, they wanted to put it, up, put it up together, right? So they tried to put it together. They wanted to put the beams, to put up the beams. They couldn't. Somehow they couldn't do it. And as soon as they try to put it up, it falls. Now, let me stop here for a minute before I finish the Midrash to give you an idea what a beam like that would weigh. How much a beam that we said was 10 amma high and you had the width of it was one and a half by one and a half. You could look it up yourself in the internet. For example, cedar wood is 25 pounds per cubic foot. Each cubic foot of cedar wood is 25 pounds. Now, if I have 15 feet by two and a quarter, by two and a quarter feet, that's the cubic, times 25, 
I get approximately 2,000 pounds. That's besides the gold that was going around it. We're talking about a bit. Very heavy. Very heavy. Couldn't do it. So they went to Bezalel. Halchu etzer Bezalel ve'auliyav. They told, buatem ve'amidu mishkan. Come, maybe you can do it. They tried. They couldn't do it. Everything you told us, look, all, all the materials right here. They brought the Mishkan to Moshe. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu, I mean, he was a strong man, but <laughs> obviously, just go ahead and take something that's over 2,000 pounds. But he did something. He tried, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, a miracle, he was able to erect it. So the work was done by whom? By the Bnei Israel. The erection of the beams was done by Moshe Rabbeinu. So the, which means that the, the, the Bnei Israel, it's on, to their credit, why? Because all they did what? They made a, 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 a serious attempt, an honest attempt. They tried very hard. They did all the work. They toiled. They labored over the, the, uh, uh, the, 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 the parts to put, the, put up the Beit HaMikdash, the Mishkan. So therefore, they get the credit for it. This is what I'm saying. When you are Zariz to do a mitzvah, you attempt to do the mitzvah, then you try to, and you fail, you still get the sakha for the trying. You get the sakha for the trying it. That's a tremendous concept. If a person tries very hard to do some, a mitzvah, but does not achieve it. It is as if he did it. And he, get, he actually gets a, a sakha for that. Now, we're not talking about just thinking about it. Now, I'm not saying, oh, I'm thinking of giving $10,000 to a yeshiva, and that's it. No, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about someone, he gets a less, he gets a very early. You're, you're in a faraway place somewhere. And uh, you get up early enough to cash him in here. Start your car, start driving. All of a sudden, the tremendous accident. You get delayed by a half hour. You miss the minion. Well, you get the reward, the filabot sibu. Not your fault. You tried. You made an attempt. Akadosh Baruch looks at the heart. He sees what you wanted to do. This is the idea. You zariz. You want to do things. You're pa'il. Then, when you're pa'il, you do actually get the sakhar a reward for it. So be, before I finish, I'll tell you the truth. My, my honest opinion of this station, they are pa'il, they are zerizim. They're doing the best. They try everything. They try divrit Torah. 
לתואי הלכות, לתואי משניות, לתואי רליגיוס מיוזיק, לתואי להבוק, להנספייר את הרצון של האנשים לחזור לתורה. And perhaps you don't know it, but there are many, many people in the world who are listening to this through the Internet. Thousands, and many of them, became a Ba'ali Tshuva because of what they hear over there. What a tremendous service to the community. And this is why I say all the time, if you can help, please contribute to this station. Also, If you have any uh, kind of simha, why don't you call our office at SLC? We are sure we can accommodate you. Shavua Tov. Shalom Aleichem.